Hello, folks, and welcome aboard Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. So today I want to talk about something that is sort of related to Disney because um, it has to do with a property that Disney used to own and also with kind of like touristy sort of things. So I don't know if any either of you have heard about this, but Mice Chat just posted something about a new Ghibli Park theme park that is coming in November to Japan. Oh my gosh. Right? I know about this. Oh really? You knew this? Of course you yeah. knew this. You love Ghibli stuff. Right. <laughs> so um it was actually supposed to open I want to say last year, but between COVID oh. and everything, things got pushed back. Okay, that makes sense then. Cuz like so far we've seen um, like a very small part of it. There's like a, a tourist video or like not a tourist. There's a tourism video that went out that features part of this new theme park as like some of its offerings, like come check out this and come check out that. But um, basically it's going to be um, more of like an immersive experience, I guess. It's not really going to have any rides, but it's going to be like you can come and walk around and explore and, you know, kind of really, really immerse yourself in some of the worlds of the Studio Ghibli movies. So, like, for example, um, there's going to be something called the Hill of Youth, and it's going to be kind of like steampunkish and kind of evoke some of that Howl's Moving Castle sort of feel. And I guess also it's going to have a little bit of a hint of um, Whisper of the Heart, which I haven't seen that one. Have you guys seen that one no not that one. i've seen it but it's been a long time since i've seen it ah i've okay, seen them so all there's gonna be that there's gonna be like a playground area and like a little village and um like a cafe and what's really fun about the cafe is i guess all the food items are gonna be kind of themed to the different movies as well so oh. that's gonna be really cool um and then the one part that we can actually see a like how it looks in real life right now is a, a building that is inspired by my neighbor Totoro and it's um, Satsuki and May's house. And it's actually part of that um, like video. So if you go to my chat, they actually have um, like the video and you can actually see part of this like little house area. And the whole video is actually done kind of in a sort of Ghibli-esque sort of way. Cause it follows like this little girl who stumbles upon this luggage full of interesting things and then like the magic whisks her away and you see her running through all these different interesting locations that you too can go see in theory maybe not right now because i don't think travel restrictions allow much in that way <laughs> right now but that's okay so someday it's, someday when this is all over yeah it's about a, um also it's not i mean i guess what it is is people always think of Japan, when you think of Japan, typically most people think of Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And it's actually 150 miles away from Tokyo. Yeah. So um, it's oh. actually even past Kyoto. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. But however, um, I have actually not been on that end, but the um, there's a couple amusement parks. I think like Universal's towards that side. Oh, really? There's okay. a Universal yeah. there? 
Yeah, yeah. I think it's universal in Japan. They oh. have, um, they're the first one to get the Super Mario World over there. And then we will be getting it hopefully at some point soon. I'm not sure when we're supposed to get it. Yeah. So well, maybe I'm wrong, but it, it's, uh, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, it's a little bit more towards that side of the country versus, um, yeah, actually it looks like Universal Studios is not too, is closer to it than, than, um, Kyoto or Tokyo. Hmm. So. So there I think you go. There's something to look yeah. forward to. Cool. Once we can all travel again more. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, and there's also going to be an area called Witch's Valley, which will be um, kind of themed after House Moving Castle and Kiki's Delivery Service, and also um, a Princess Monoke area, too. Oh. So, all kind of fun. I, I really like when they do that, where it's more like you step into the world and you're fully immersed and it's like you forget that you're wherever you actually are, you know? Agreed. Well, it's kind of like um, Galaxy's Edge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. I'm in Ga- yeah. well, Disneyland in general, I'm sorry. But, but like when you go to Galaxy's Edge, it's just like, whoa, geez, yeah. look at this place, you know? Yeah. And if you're um, Disney uh, Tokyo Seas, it's just like you feel like you're in a different time and place so mm-hmm. it's so much fun anyways i can't wait to see this thing yes originally i was supposed to go with some of our friends we were actually planning to go in 2020 when it was originally supposed to open like because we have oh. chil- children that are the same age and we're like oh let's all go together and we'll hang yeah. out there and now it's like uh we'll eventually get there <laughs> yeah right oh man yeah so yeah, cool stuff happening over in Japan. Super fun. Uh, they should bring over here too. <laughs> uh, they should. There's a lot of things in Japan that I wish we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, Jennifer, for that very exciting news. Whenever we get to go see it, um, but let's take a quick sponsor break, and we'll be right back. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. I was browsing BuzzFeed, as I do from time to time, and I saw that they had this new article uh, where they released this new article called 20 Disney Movies That Time Has Forgotten. (laughs) I saw that one, too. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I don't know. Have you gone through it yet, Zen? Yes, I I, I glanced through it. Okay. It's pretty funny. I didn't think it was worthy. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was. It's funny. I just want to see, like, what whoever the article, whoever wrote this article, uh, thought that time has forgotten these Disney movies. Some of them I kind of agree with because I've never heard of them, where I just, like, it evoked, like, a memory in the back of my brain. But other ones, I'm like, that's a very good movie. And I watched that a lot. So uh, it's a list of 20 movies. And number 20 is The Black Cauldron. Okay, that I can see. Okay. I've never yes. watched it. <laughs> it was not good. Like, okay. I don't know. I remember watching it once and being like, this doesn't even feel like a Disney movie. This is so, like, just not there, you know? 
Okay. Okay. So it's more recent. It was. It came out in nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. It's not like a nineteen thirties something or another. It's like it's somewhat recent. You know. Yes. So um, the Black Cauldron has largely been dismissed by Disney in the years that followed its release, with the exception of a short-lived eatery in Walt Disney World and its villain's appearance in Tokyo Disneyland's now defunct Cinderella Castle Mystery Tour. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, Number 19 on the list is Robin Hood. Okay, hard disagree. Yeah. I liked Robin Hood. Me too. It's a memorable i don't think time i haven't forgotten it but there's yeah. so much much like merchandise with robin hood now especially like box lunch and there's like uh, i forget how many different lounge fly backpacks like it is not forgotten that okay. one is still very much wrong. strong <laughs> strong feelings from jennifer <laughs> yes uh, okay moving on number 18 the hunchback of notre dame i feel like it's not necessarily forgotten i feel like you if people talk about it people know what it is but it's just not like a fan favorite Um, right right like i i think people like robin hood it's like oh i would love to have robin hood merchandise but the hunchback of notre dame you don't go well geez i need a a backpack yes (laughs) i feel like frollo has become like very memeable lately too like or not lately but like in the past years like i don't know yeah. You see him a lot, I feel like. <laughs> it's just the dark themes, it's just not as fun, or not fun, but like it's, it doesn't compare to Little Mermaid or Aladdin, suppose, yeah. like according to the article. Uh, this one, then this, this next one, number 17, I have strong feelings towards it's Hercules. I, just, I love Hercules, but to be fair, it doesn't really have any presence in the theme parks except for Hades as a villain. But mm-hmm. it doesn't really live anywhere. And but but it's not forgotten. And I'll say it's not something. Forgotten. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because people who, and I'm now qualifying myself as this someone who's a little bit older. I'm in my early fifties. Hercules is not really a thing. But I know for people in their thirties, uh, mm-hmm. under thirty, like late twenties to forties, everyone loves it. Yeah. So I think it's um, like the older crowd just is like, oh, it's Hercules, you know, and but the younger people really hold it dear to their heart. There's tons of merch that just came out at Disneyland with Hercules, too. Like there's even like for Valentine's Day, there's like, uh, what did they say? There's a Hercules shirt that says the muscle, I think. And then there's a Meg shirt that says the muse. So like. There's oh. backpacks, there's pins, like there's a whole bunch there's of a stuff lot. with Hercules. I actually, yeah, I actually own one of those like baby Pegasus uh, stuff, stuffed animals that like is wrapped in a blanket. Yeah, it's really yeah. cute. Oh, Pegasus is my favorite. Um, he's so fun. He's so fun and so cute. But apparently, um, I feel like this was announced, or I feel like I've known about this for a while, but it might have been pushed because of COVID. Uh, but Hercules is supposed to be developed into a live action remake that's going to be produced by the Russo brothers. Oh, yeah. oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like that was like on the internet sometime early pandemic maybe. And then I kind yeah. of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving. I, um, let's see. We're on number 16. We don't have to discuss all of them, but just in case you have watched it or you have strong feelings, the sorcerer's apprentice with Nicholas cage. 
Oh, watched yeah. it? I have not watched it. I've I watched did not it, that know that was it. a Disney film. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I have no memory of that movie. Me neither. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Dragon Slayer. It was... Again. Never heard of that one, never actually. Never heard of it. It's a live-action movie that was intended to reach an older audience, but then it bombed. So, mm. it, yeah. Don't know. Never seen it. Never heard of it. Next one. Oliver and Company. Okay. That also has backpacks, pins, like... So cute. <laughs> This is you not know, forgotten I at all. I <laughs> know of it, but I've never seen it personally. I've seen Ooh. it a couple times. I think I've seen it's it a couple okay. times. So, but I, I feel like, yeah, like you said, it's like there's people who like that. Love it. So, Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, number 13, The Watcher in the Woods. Mm, I don't think I've ever heard of this one, actually. I've never heard of this. It... It, okay, let me see what it says. Often ignored in favor of its spooky Disney contemporary Something Wicked This Way Comes, The Watcher in the Woods remains a more controversial film in Disney's catalog due to it being pulled from theaters and reshot within 10 days of its world <gasps> premiere. Wow. What? That's insane. Uh, yeah. Uh, the supernatural horror movie might still turn heads to the date, but remains difficult to find as it's Soul Blu-ray was released via Disney Movie Club, and the film has yet to be ported over to Disney+. Plus. That's wow. just like, that really was lost in time. I will give it yeah. that <laughs> for sure. Um, let's see. Next is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Again, backpacks. There's like... That's a great one. Yeah. There's a doll. <laughs> They're, like, Shop Disney <clears throat> came out with a limited edition doll, like a 17-inch, like... Oh my god. Have you not seen these things whoever wrote this? Sorry. I love Atlantis. Yes. It's, it love seems it. to be, I think there's a lot of people who have forgotten. I will see, I think lots of people have forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people until a couple years ago when we got Disney Plus and then I found <laughs> it again. Uh, but it's a great movie. Uh, next one. Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book <gasps> version of Live action. Live action. I had yes. such a huge crush on <laughs> Jason Scott Lee in that movie. I think a lot of people did. I'm sure. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, another animal movie, Brother Bear. I haven't watched it in years, but I don't think I've ever seen it. I think it was a Disney. Was it a Disney Channel movie? I can't remember. But it has sadly become lost in the sea of their subsequent CGI-driven contemporary animated fare. Um, I really don't remember what it's about. Bears. It's it's actually a movie. It was yeah. like a yeah. I was yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, lost. Agree. Uh, okay, <laughs> agreed. Uh, yeah. Next one, Condor Man. I've never um, seen it. Never I've heard of it. Actually, mm-hmm. seen it. Really? <laughs> Is it good? Uh, to my like four year old self, yeah, <laughs> or six year old self. <laughs> I feel no. Oh, it came out. Apparently, it came out in the eighties. But I remember oh. it, it's kind of. Uh, I forget what it was. It was off the top of my head. It was a book about this guy who, um, I think he was a writer, and then kind of becomes Condor Man. I forget. Ooh. Yeah, and and it was it was kind of like uh, it was kind of a it was a com- comedy. It was kind of a silly yeah. kind of goofy kind of. James slightly James Bondy kind of thing, and 
and I think I even have the book. I think I have the paperback <laughs> book of this as a kid. So wow. But it's... no, no one has ever heard of it except no. for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, moving on. Number eight, my favorite Martian. Um, it. I don't think I've ever seen that one either. Was torn apart by critics upon its release. Um, let's see, which unsurprisingly lost more than half of its reported budget soon thereafter and is largely left out of cultural conversations regarding Disney's 90s output. I guess it was a, it's a revival of a yeah. TV series. Like a 1960s oh. or 1970s TV show. Don't know. Probably it's 60s. A- because I think the original ones were black and white. Uh, yeah. Okay. So agreed. Lost in time. That yeah. is accurate. Uh, John Carter. Never saw oh, it. God. <laughs> I feel like lucky. Fix liked it. Or no. Did no. not? not I don't know. It. it was so bad. It, is it? Oh, no. According to this, it will likely go down as one of the biggest financial losses in Disney's history. Ooh. Um, it was a sci-fi adventure. But it was, I don't know, whatever this person's writing, it was simple yet confusing title and self-important advertising campaign just wasn't, it didn't do it for the media and they just tore it apart. I don't, I can't tell what it is based on this image. Um, John Carter (laughs) from Mars is actually based on um, a series of books. Oh, okay. So I, I, feel like it might have been by the same don't quote me on this the same guy who wrote the original tarzans or something like that oh oh interesting um and he went to space and, yeah i don't know <laughs> i mean that's off the top of my head okay so okay well that's agreed lost in time mm-hmm. uh tomorrowland it was Edgar supposed Rice to Burroughs, be... so, sorry oh okay it, um so tomorrowland this movie was supposed to be disney's uh, company love letter to the original vision for Epcot, but it was too convoluted to really move forward. Or I have no idea what I don't know when this came out. Or yeah, this came I just out remember maybe a decade ago. Oh wait, yeah. I actually do. I remember seeing like teasers for it or something. The teasers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Oh, and didn't they like like I remember them having kind of like. 50s-ish outfits or something? I don't know. Or, all I, all I remember is like remember a profile view of him with sunglasses looking into the sky or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That is accurate. I think they sold that pin, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not lost. <laughs> I know, right? But that's about it. <laughs> okay, uh, we're getting to the end. This is an animated movie, Home on the Range, with the three cows. I don't think I ever saw that one either. I don't Me think either. I've ever seen it, but it looks fun and cute. It looks like mm-hmm. something you'd put on just to like have a lighthearted movie night. Came out in 2004. Yeah. Uh, next one, number four, Tom and Huck. I vaguely remember watching this one on Disney Channel a lot. Don't remember it. Yeah, me neither. Mm, okay, number three, Oz the Great and Powerful. Nope. I that have, one could have been better. It could have been better. I think I've watched like maybe half of the movie or something. Mm-hmm. It's with And um, the worst part is it's, it's a Sam Raimi directed film. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is it James Franco that's in it? Oh, yes. Oh no. Yes, it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, he's the <gasps> wizard, right? Oh. Yes, 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 yes. It was kind of yeah. dark. Mm-hmm. It was kind of pretty dark. dark yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. I just remember not I, when I watched it, just wasn't what I thought it would be. And then it mm-hmm. kind of just was, it kind of went off and did its own thing. And I just never finished it. Um, yeah. Okay. Number two, this one, I just recently watched like last year, uh, is, the country bears. Oh my is God. Is this on Disney plus? <laughs> this is on Disney plus. Oh, I got to watch it. I, I just, me too. Even, I've always been curious. Yes. It's, it's, it's just, I don't even know how to, it's like really strange. Um, because it's live action, but the bears are like real. I don't know. You got to watch it. Mm. It's just, it definitely feels like a fever dream of a movie is how oh, no. this person wrote, described it. It's just so funny. Um, I wouldn't say it's great, but it's, it's weird. Just watch it and we could discuss mm. later. Um, and then number one, Return to Neverland. Oh, sequel. I remember seeing this in theaters. So, yeah. I don't. I might have seen it. I feel like I wouldn't have not seen it. What was it? It has a super depressing song oh. in it. Oh, the sequel to Peter Pan: Return to Neverland. No. Um, although yeah. the film was a financial success, it basically did not have the same magic as Peter Pan, and it just kind of faded away. The whole premise, if I remember correctly, was it kind of takes place during World War One. No, I forget which world war it takes place during, but basically um, Jane, who's the little girl in this, Mm -hmm. she has to kind of take care of her younger brother. And so she has to kind of grow up way too fast. And so she's very much like, I don't believe in magic. I can't believe in any of this. And, and um, I think at one point she almost joins forces with Captain Hook too. So it's an interesting sort of like, it, it almost, Reminded me a little bit of Hook, where, like, you know, Peter Pan's kids are kind of like, fine, we don't believe in you. We're going to side with Captain Hook for two seconds. Mm-hmm. And But, yeah, like, it has a song in there that's just, like, so depressing. It's kind of on the same levels as um, When She Loved Me from Toy Story 2. It's kind of <gasps> oh. like that. And it's just like, this is really sad. Why am I watching this? You know? So, like, it's okay. But it's just very depressing from what I remember. So I think maybe it sounds like about half of them we think they were dead on. Yeah. And like yeah. The other half were kind of like, eh. Yeah. They should have made it a top 10. Yes. Top yeah. 10 would have been efficient. Okay. I do want to mention, I, I do want to mention something is I've actually seen the Country Bear Jamboree in um, Tokyo. Ooh. Oh. So it makes it very interesting to see them speak in Japanese. Oh, yes. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they're talking about, but it's like. Wow, this is surreal. <laughs> is it like completely in Japanese or do they switch back and forth? Because I know like some rides do, I guess, or something. Like in Hong Kong, they switch back and forth okay, between that's languages. Where it is. Yeah. But like in Japan, I don't recall it being any in English, but in Japan, it is, uh, they don't do much English in Japan. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting because like when you're in, um, like for example, getting on. St- uh, not Star Tours, something. Um, oh, what's the uh, Space Mountain? And mm-hmm. you know they have the videos up. 
and you sometimes they have videos or whatever in the on, on the ride queue and they're completely in japanese and you see oh. people who are japanese and they're speaking japanese and there's no english translation mm-hmm. oh. so very interesting so anyway sorry cool. okay so the one thing that has been just gnawing at me because it's finally almost here is that they finally released the uh the the moon knight trailer oh yeah have you seen it i did i I saw it It was trending (laughs) oh really yeah it was yeah yeah it's it's very interesting so i'm and and of course it's uh it the lead actor is isaac Oscar Isaacs? Yes. Who is yes. Poe? I keep wanting to call him Poe. <laughs> yeah, I always call him Poe, but Oscar Isaacs, excellent actor. I wasn't sure about him because when I, you know, I guess what it is, I've read comic books my whole life. And when I saw him, um, when I saw him, it's like, oh, that's not, his face is not necessarily what I saw as kind of the comic book character. But that's mm. neither here nor there. Um, what was interesting to me was it takes place in london oh oh yeah so they are in london um as i recall the comic book of course you gotta remember this is a comic book where um a person who has a multiple personality disorder we think Mm -hmm. who has three or four distinct personalities and who's also possessed by an Egyptian moon God. Oh yeah. And he has traveled all over the place. I mean, it partially makes sense, but he ends up, I believe in New York city. Hmm. Um, in, in the end, like in the comic books, he lives in New York city, but he traveled all over the place. And to kind of give you guys the idea, if you know, if you haven't heard me say it recently, his, four different personalities is a he's an egyptian moon god superhero he is a mercenary he is also a bruce wayne kind of multimillionaire. Wow. and um he also is a taxi cab driver hmm. oh yeah so and the reason why a taxi cab driver so at first like in older comic books it wasn't as uh evident that he was multiple personalities it was just like oh he used to be a mercenary and then he Mm -hmm. went to um he was in egypt and you know and then he was maybe inspired by a moon you know like moon gods and so he became a moon kind of but he's also rich because he made money but he also at one point was a he he actually drives a cab at night because all the low lives takes cabs at night and you get to know the underworld through all the people you drive around from midnight to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. So before it was more like, oh, there's a reason why he has, he pretends to be all these different people, but it looks like in this series and then later on the comic books, it's like almost like a multiple, multiple personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Ah, so um, you, you can't tell it's only a little trailer it's really cool. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, my favorite. And I hope that it eventually will, he'll show up maybe in the movies. That'd be fun. 
Yeah. Because I oh, think yeah. of Oscar Isaac's more of a as a movie yeah. actor than I a, forgot that it's not a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I mean, I think of him as a movie actor, not right. a television actor. So mm-hmm. maybe this is just, you know, one of the biggest problems I think they've had, like with Guardians of the Galaxy, was they had too many characters to introduce. Mm-hmm. And so they spent too much of the storyline introducing the characters. And the um, Disney Plus, like where Anthony Mackie is becoming uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. I think is a better way to tell these stories of in between. So then when you actually have the next Captain America movie, we don't have to talk about why um, the Falcon became Captain America. I wish they did this for star Wars too. Honestly, like it's much better to, you know, get to know a character over like 10 or so episodes and then go into their movie. And then it's like, okay, cool. I know who you are. I know who you are. Let's just focus on the story you're telling, you know? Yeah. That'd be great. I'd love to see that, too. Me, too. So. And that's it. Moon Knight. Go watch the preview. It's coming out in, like, two weeks, I think. Yeah, it's soon. So. That's good. I know. There's a lot of, like, Disney Plus stuff I need to catch up on. I finally saw Encanto. And so, yeah. What are your thoughts? I liked it a lot, although yeah. I have to say, like, the whole internet just, like, hyped up the song so, so much, and they're like, oh, my God, this song is amazing, blah, blah, blah. and, like, they were good, but I didn't really find them, like, earth-shattering as much as a lot of people did. I was mm-hmm. like, this is good, but it's not just like, oh, my God, my mind is blown. Just but so you know, as a father, I have never heard a song sung so much. <laughs> since um let it go yeah yeah just okay so you that know. is a good that's a good uh barometer test of <laughs> so of like awesome. i'm driving my kid and her friends from uh school to mm-hmm. her the child care and you got three girls singing at the top of their lungs no one talks about bruno bruno yeah <laughs> and it's quite of an experience, A, and B, there's certain frequencies I can't hear in anymore. Oh. <laughs> just, want, just want to let you know. <laughs> you know what I really liked more than the music even was just the the character design. Like, I mm-hmm. love just how varied everyone looked. And because I think, like, that's that's the thing that a lot of cartoons kind of, like, they'll take a very lazy attitude sometimes towards it like okay well we're going to be talking about this population and so like this is stereotypically what they look like so boom everyone looks almost like the same right and so like and i have friends who are from you know like colombia or from like even from mexico and it's like you could have people who are like have lighter skin and hair and you can have people who have darker skin and hair and like people don't always realize that like i have a friend who's mexican who she has blonde hair and lighter eyes and people mm-hmm. are always like, wait, what you're Mexican. And she's like, yeah. Oh and, yeah. You know, oh, so totally. I love seeing the variety yes. of like, you know, like different skin tones, hair color, eye color, body shape. Like it's so nice. It's like, yes, this is what people look like. Yeah. You know? I, I think it's like the most realistic 
like animation, I guess that Disney has done like to be so inclusive. I think that was like one of the first things I noticed too, just Mm -hmm. like the hair, the hair, skin tones and like body shapes. I was just like, Whoa, there's so many. Like, yeah. yeah. And then I like got into like the TikTok and internet hole of everyone depicting everything, which was really like eye opening and insightful, but then so like there's so many like easter eggs or just like little tiny things that like Lin-Manuel and Mar- Miranda did like this and this and this and and I got into like that hole but those were like the first things I actually I like picked up on my own that I was like yes I noticed that Disney did this yeah um, and have you seen the thing where there was like the little kid that saw oh my gosh I'm blanking on the character's name but like the little boy in the movie who can talk to animals and then yes. he's like look it's me like that's yes, so freaking yes, cute yes. So cute. So awesome. Yay. I love that. Well, movie. good. Like, I'm glad now we're all. Yeah. I know. I'm always the last one to, to see stuff. I'm glad What's you actually watched that? this one. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I like how uh, Mirabelle has like glasses too. Like, yeah. that's so nice. Right. And I actually read that, that she's the first character to have glasses like yeah. consistently through, or main character, I mean, main character to have glasses consistently yeah. throughout the movie especially um, when like yeah. like in the early 2000s late 90s like there were so many stupid movies where it's like oh look you take off your glasses and suddenly you're the hot person mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. guy or girl so what nice was that bit. ugly betty yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah which is actually a telenovia from mexico right so mm-hmm. novia and then yeah. Like she's all that, like those kind of movies. Yeah, it's a Superman syndrome. It yeah, is. I think Did even you- uh, Princess Diaries, right? She starts yes. off with glasses, and then wish. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, she starts off with like like really quote unquote dorky like frizzy hair and glasses, and then all of a sudden she mm-hmm. goes to this makeover where she gets like silky smooth straight hair and no glasses, and then suddenly she's like hot. Yeah. But she's the same <laughs> person. <laughs> like, right. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's that alone was just like, yay, good. Because, you know, kids don't want to grow up being like, oh, no, I have to get glasses now. Right. Ugly. Or no. like my curly hair is ugly. and just, Yeah. Or like my dark hair is whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's so inclusive. Oh, that's the other thing. I'm glad they're finally having more characters with brown eyes. Because, you know, like... Regular brown eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've noticed even for, like, um, Snow White, who is supposed to have brown eyes, like, in a lot of artwork, either her eyes are magically almost kind of like hazel, or sometimes they're blue. And it's like, no, she's got brown eyes. Leave her eyes alone. (laughs) For those of us who have brown eyes and want someone who has them, you know? Right. So, yeah. So, good, good job, Disney. You did good. Or maybe it was more Lin Manuel. That's what I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! So yeah, so that's kind of everything that's on our minds lately. So that just about does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. And we thank you for listening. And we invite you to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu/podcast. And you're always welcome to send us a question or request through social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We love to hear from you. 
And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. 